positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Greetings and salutations, positive heads. Welcome. <laughs> hello, hello. Here we go. It's Fabulous Friday. I'm feeling my count, inner count chocula today. Um, <laughs> that's the way, you know, since I eat pretty healthy, that's the only way I can get my fix. My, you know, my fantasies of eating count chocula. It's like, I can't really eat that cereal anymore and feel good about myself. So instead, I'll just channel my inner Count Chocula. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good sub. <laughs> oh, hope you guys are having a light-filled day. Keeping it light. Keeping it a little bit silly. I keep it a lot of bit silly. I have to rein it in for this show. One day, I'm just going to... You'll probably see over time, I'll just get a little bit stranger and stranger... <sighs> I don't know. I'm a weird creature. Aren't we all? But I love you guys. I hope you love me too. In all my Count Chocula ways, um, I am going to read today from Oneness. Uh, that's what I've been doing on Friday for a while. And it's a, um, it's a good time. I love using a random number generator to tell me what chapter I'll meditate on it. What is, what is needed out there today? What can people really resonate with? Where, you know, timing wise, where it falls in the queue of, of podcasts. Maybe it's, you know, the perfect, perfect chapter today. Chapter seven is what popped up. And uh, maybe that's the perfect one for someone 20 years from now who randomly chooses this episode to listen to. Never know. Everything's always in divine timing, I believe. And um, yeah, before I jump into chapter seven, I am going to read a review on iTunes. This one comes in by Kiana Martin. Kiana said, you're appreciated and seen. The synchronicity leading me to this podcast is mind-blowing. I appreciate the message you're putting into the universe and for taking the time to create such thoughtful discussions for others to listen in on. You're doing a good thing. 
Thank you. Oh, thank you, Kiana. I think I'm good at doing a good thing, and I'm glad you do as well. And I love hearing synchronicity leading to the podcast. That's been such a theme for the show. I was just talking to uh, a friend, relatively new friend, yesterday, and she was asking uh, about what what episode she should listen to. And I thought of the same thing. You know, it's like, hey, here's what you should do. Go to the random number generator, meditate for a moment. Which one is best for you? There's uh, one out there, guys, that you can put in. And of course, this is going to be a part of the forthcoming Positive Head app where this is built in. But you can actually go to... You can actually go to mathgoodies.com and there's a, a random number generator where you put in a lower limit and a higher limit. And it's a really fun thing to do. So, you know, almost 600 episodes, put one as the lower, 600 as the higher. Meditate for a moment. What's the best thing for me possible? Hit enter and then listen to whatever random uh, number pops out. That's a great way to play with the universe, play with the show, interact in a way when we open those channels for um you know, higher self to get involved, the universe to get involved, source to get involved, whatever's getting your guides getting involved, whatever it is, it is, uh, it's magical. So I love hearing uh, a, a review that way. And of course, that synchronicity led you to the show. And if you guys haven't reviewed on iTunes, please take the time to do so. Uh, it certainly helps us to reach new listeners and fuels my fire as well to continue this labor of love. I'm doing it no matter what, but um, when you guys give me a little love, uh, it definitely helps helps fuel me. So, um, Also, questions. You can write in through the Positive Head website, positivehead.com. Brandon at positivehead.com is my email. You can um, get on the Facebook group, Positive Heads with an S. It's a private group. You can open up, connect with other listeners, maybe things you don't want to share with the rest of Facebook, ask questions, support, etc. It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful little little spot hidden in the interwebs, the the deep uh, vastness that is Facebook. It's uh, a lovely, a lovely home that we'd love to see you um, join us. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I am going to, at this point, jump into chapter seven of Oneness by Rasha. This, um, actually, I had someone reach out to me who knows Rasha and had talked to her uh, about us connecting um, on the show. And I'd, I'd even had her um, early on when I first started, I talked to her about doing an interview, but maybe even with the, with the new show that I'll be doing that, you know, where, where I travel and meet with people in person, it's a consideration. Wouldn't that be cool? Go to India. I believe Russia is in India and meet with Russia. And this book is received and transcribed by Russia. And at the beginning of it, she talks about in 19, um, 98, where she had the first dialogue with the universal, universal presence oneness. And as I always say about uh, this sort of, uh, you know, channeling type material, I don't really care so much about that whole thing and whether people believe it's true or not true. I look at the information and the information is so high vibrational. Um, so which leads me to believe, by the way, it is indeed uh, something coming through from beyond the veil. And um, yeah, but at the end of the day, that really is uh, is way less important than what is the message in this. I view this book as sort of the guidebook for ascension. We're all going through an uh, ascension process, I believe, as we level up and enter into the next greatest and greatest versions of ourselves. And um, yeah, so I've, I've originally read the book front to back like 10 years ago. But what's great about it is you can really jump around. You don't have to just, um, you know, read from front to back kind of thing. So 
with that being said, I'm going to jump right in. The top of this chapter, it always gives um, little um, breakdowns of what you can expect to hear in the chapter. And in chapter seven, it is the power of intention, the energetic prescription for world peace, the part every individual plays in the creation of global conflict, and taking responsibility for the effect of every action upon the whole. All right, here we go. Right now is all there is. Right now is all there ever will be. Right now is what you have come into physical form to experience. And right now is the concept upon which your core understandings of the true nature of your reality are based. There is no past. All there is is that which can be created. And creation, by definition, can only happen right now. Your world, as your experience has shown it to be, is based on a system of action and reaction, of cause and consequence, of linear perceptions based upon beginnings and endings. In fact, none of these concept, concepts are as your experience has shown them to be. Your perceptions are but a measuring device by which you can gauge the extent to which you are able to translate intent into form. For the sake of argument, let us eliminate form for just a moment. What remains is pure intention. That is what is. That is the essence of creation. That is the foundation upon which all else rests. Your intention, in any given moment, sets the stage for the full manifestation of your experience. There are no random events. Things do not just happen to anyone. Intention is the cohesive element that translates the conceptual into form. In these times of unprecedented acceleration of the vibration that manifests as your reality, the time lag between the inception of one's intent and its materialization as form or event is negligible. And the correlation between intent and manifestation will become obvious at the time lag as the time lag that separates them continues to diminish. Ultimately, as your realm of experience ascends into higher ranges of vibration, manifestation will be instantaneous. For some amongst you who resonate at the higher ends of the energy spectrum that encompass, encompasses your reality, the experience of instant manifestation is at hand. And with those capabilities goes the responsibility for the effects of one's intent, not only upon one's own circumstances, but upon the reality experienced by all. What is called for in these times of great change is a corresponding shift in conscious awareness. What is happening, to a greater or lesser extent, within each of you who bridges the gap in consciousness between the world of what was and that which is increasingly coming to be, is a systematic relinquishing of the obsolete patterns of response that would continue to manifest an outmoded reality that increasingly lacks relevance." Within each of you, there is a radical shift in perception taking place, and each is undergoing a transformation of the ideals that form the basis of your responses to the moment-to-moment experience in your life, experiences in your life. Situations where great importance had been placed in maintaining a particular stance are now perceived as less crucial. The need to be quote-unquote right in all instances and to defend that perspective at all cost suddenly gives way to the need for harmony and for a spontaneous perception of the perspective of the adversary. The need to triumph over another regardless of the circumstance is based upon the needs of ego. And this ego-centered state of separation is the one overriding factor that seeks to undermine the impetus towards unification and oneness toward which all energy throughout creation is focused. 
The process of relinquishing one's conditioned attachment to learned responses fostered by ego has been a gradual one. Now the momentum of accelerated vibration results in dramatic shifts in consciousness in all who are attuned to these changes. Interactions are more intense, and the emotions evoked are calculated to take the underlying point of the exercise to the extreme, such that interactions appear to be caricatures of behaviors that might be expected ordinarily. When the heat of the moment passes, one is left to wonder what on earth that was all about. And one recognizes certain reactions to be out of proportion to the circumstances that triggered them. Ideally, that awareness calls up for scrutiny one's own participation in such dramas, and it offers a respite from the self-righteous needs of ego that might blind one to the truth underlying the dynamics in question. Ideally, the cost of having to be right is blatantly apparent when, in the winning, what may have been truly of value has been lost. Extremes of emotions are to be expected, both within oneself and from those key players with whom one interacts. Be prepared for dramas in your day-to-day experience that are calculated to stimulate learned behaviors that are rooted in limitation and ego. Attitudes that may be harbored beneath the whitewash of denial must be unmasked and presented for your careful examination and transformation. You can expect opportunities to abound in your experience of these times designed to accelerate a shift in consciousness that is vying to keep pace with your amplified abilities to manifest your reality. The state of beingness towards which you now travel at unheard of speed is one in which the inception of your intent and its manifestation happens simultaneously. This level of capability would be incalculably dangerous in the hands of beings invested in a self-serving orientation and the corresponding extremes of experience that manifest prior to the attainment of those levels are calculated to drive the point home unquestionably for those still rooted in resistance. For the shift in awareness will be experienced by all. Ultimately, the momentum toward the state of oneness commands the harmonization of the intent of all. Energy that is out of sync with the momentum will feel the consequences of that discord and will be hard-pressed to keep pace with the parameters of the reality that is rapidly coming to be. Self-protective mechanisms such as rationalizations for behavior that would justify one stance in a given episode only serve to prolong the length of time that might be spent relinquishing one's need to control the outcome of certain kinds of interaction. Eventually, there's no longer the need to react to circumstances calculated to provoke a predictable response in a conditioned way. When one is able to let go of the need to remain in command and to emerge from an encounter in a position of dominance, the accompanying, the accompanying, accompanying, (laughs) the accompanying energetic charge is diminished and the intensity of the interaction de-escalates proportionally. Ultimately, one ceases to manifest such levels of conflict entirely as the energy that magnetizes them would not be present. This, in essence, is the energetic prescription for the peace to which so many on your planet pay lip service in these times. To truly create peace on a global scale, it is necessary to step back from the overview of global conflict and to perceive the interactions that precipitate it as what they truly are, manifestations of energy. To shift an environment in which discord reigns supreme and and is unyielding is as futile effort It is a futile effort to enter into a duel where bravado collides head-on with bravado. Hostility met with hostility simply breeds 
escalated hostility and reinforces the vibrational building blocks of the situation into ones that will continue to manifest more of the same. To shift the energy underlying these ongoing global situations, it is necessary to address the energy that comprises them. Each participant, regardless of how inconsequential the involvement, adds a piece to the energetic equation. A mindset of dominance at all costs breeds as its ongoing manifestation, the vibration of separation rooted in ego, which impedes the momentum of the entire human race in its journey toward oneness with all creation. The key to moving the stagnant energies of global conflict lies in the recognition of the need to shift the energies of the interpersonal dynamics of all participants. It is the responsibility of every individual to become aware of the patterns of response that are calculated to sustain the diminished energies of separation. A response that is non-reactive to a provocative encounter serves to dissipate the energy charge and provide the conditions for harmonization of the mutual concerns of those in question. By consistently reacting to conflict with the conscious intention not to fuel the fire by asserting your position and striving to emerge the victor, you affect the energy of each encounter in the highest possible way. For when presented with a non-combative response, the adversary is not provided with the energetic tools with which to further escalate conflict, thereby diffusing the energy the individual brings to the encounter. By taking command of a potential conflict by consciously sidestepping it energetically, each individual makes a contribution which is experienced globally. The whole is merely the sum of its parts. This is the basis for the entire thrust of the impetus toward reunification with all creation that marks these times. Within the momentum that drives the unprecedented shift in consciousness so many are experiencing is the opportunity to recognize that one truly does make a difference. With every word, with every gesture, with every choice, and with the underlying sentiments and beliefs one holds at the heart level, one adds a measure to the energy of the whole. In truth, all are responsible energetically for co-creating global conflict, and all are capable of making a measurable difference in the efforts towards world peace by taking responsibility for the energy projected in every encounter with every fellow being with whom one shares the adventure known as life. It is with that mindset in the forefront of your consciousness that the transcendent being within you moves forward in these times. When you are clear that the world-shattering situations taking place around the globe affect every life form with which you share the reality of existence here, you begin to realize and to affect with that very awareness the intricate web of interconnectedness of all of it. It is far too easy to turn a blind eye to events happening a world away and to delude yourself into believing that such situations do not directly affect you personally. The advent of instantaneous information with which your dimension has now equipped itself eliminates the excuse prior civilizations might have had for detachment from global responsibility for all events, regardless of where they are taking place. Your civilization does not have the luxury of that excuse. The inclination of most people to absolve themselves of responsibility for the world situation at large, which historically could be relegated to being uninformed, cannot be dismissed so easily in these times. For each of you who lives and breathes here carries the full measure of the capacity to create in the now moment the world as divine intention conceived it to be. You are now you are on the very edge of a startling new frontier of experience in the days now dawning. 
You have stepped to the very edge of your capacity for godliness in human form. And some have peered over the edge of that cliff and recognized their God-given abilities to co-create the world as it was conceived to be. Know that there are no limitations here, save those that you claim as your own. The ascension and the harmonization of all life in your realm is a simultaneous state of beingness which is ongoing and ever-evolving. And it is touched by every breath taken, by every word spoken, and by every blessed stroke of your collective materialized intent. Let each such action be one that is inspired consciously on your own part and you will make a meaningful contribution. Let every gesture be reflective of your awareness, of your own interconnectedness with all life, and that creative act will carry the enhanced vibrational charge needed collectively to to effect a shift in awareness for all. Do not delude yourself into thinking that the world's situation is out of control. Quite the contrary, the situation is very much under control. It is under the moment-to-moment control of the collective mindset, which co-creates it and recreates it in the ever-evolving moment of now. The adverse conditions with which much of your world is grappling in these times are not the victim-oriented results of random conditions. All of it is energy-based. All of it has been created energetically by the unified force of the abilities of each and every being here. And every bit of it could be shifted instantaneously to conditions reflective of the ideal of all creation, where the hearts were the hearts of all focused in that intention. That result can be brought about. That result will be brought about. All that remains are the options of what will be experienced and by whom in the process of that shift. The momentum towards unification in oneness with all creation is underway. The force of that momentum is a fact of life itself and cannot be impeded. For the power of love is quite literally unstoppable, exercising its capacity capability to manifest fully and to create itself its vibrational essence in every conceivable expression of life what is optional are the exquisite heights of joy to which those aligned with divine intent are destined to travel what is optional are the traumas that will be co-created and experienced by those whose choices reflect their embodiment of separation from the momentum what is optional is a sense of living Limbo of those who are marginally aware of the reality of the ability to make a difference in these times and whose reluctance to honor their instincts and defy consensus thinking keeps them frozen in the eternal past. Life is moving forward, dancing with the wind and harmonizing with the joy in the newborn, newborn breath of every life form on the planet. This is the dance of creation that beckons to you in these times. This is the reality that you are capable of manifesting at this crossroads of time and space that you perceive as your world. And this is the only moment that will take you the full distance and deliver you directly under, directly unto your destination. This moment, this very moment, right now. And that's the end of chapter seven, everyone. I thought it was pretty epic. I love the message there. It's one that we've talked about a lot and circle a lot. How to deal with conflict when it rises. And I heard uh, Bentino, what's his name? Bentino Massaro talk about this one time. And he was talking about when a conflict arises, 
make it a point to not come to any kind of conclusion. So think about it when you're arguing with someone or something. And, and that resonated with me. It's a really good uh, piece of uh, advice to experiment with and to play with when you're when you find an escalating situation between you and someone else. What happens is a lot of times people will lock down their their positions, their opinion, right? And they'll just dig their heels. And I think of you know I use my brother as an example a lot because we we work together, uh, have worked together on many projects and very close. And um, you know a lot of times it turns into this pattern of all of a sudden he's seen things one way, I'm seeing them another. I don't like his idea he doesn't like mine and it sort of escalates into us digging our heels in deeper into our own uh opinion or position in in this sort of uh tense uh, argument or debate maybe that's happening or unfolding but then after time a lot of times one of us will completely loosen up our perspective and come back around to the other person's and i've watched that process play out many many times and so it really applies that piece of advice what if you make it your point not to come to any definitive conclusion in those tense situations you can't really be angry if Invested if you're if you say mm, I'm just exploring all conclude all possibilities here I'm just I'm I'm this whole exercise isn't about winning isn't about being right isn't about getting my way I just want to do an experiment where I I work on dissipating the energy by doing taking a different stance than I typically take when when something arises so yes I, I know right now you're arguing with your husband or your wife or your boyfriend your girlfriend or children whatever. Try approaching it as I'm going to take no, I'm going to come to no conclusion as this thing goes on, as this escalates, and then see what energetic um, difference that makes. And then wait, wait, maybe make a conclusion 10 minutes from now or an hour from now or tomorrow or whatever. I think that's a, a great uh, concept and idea to play with. It's one that I just heard heard. Uh, very, very recently. So I'm going to uh, certainly experiment with it. And I would recommend you guys experimenting with it too, because if you're not coming to any kind of conclusion, you're exploring all possibilities, including your own. Um, even if you feel deep down that yours is the path, still, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. I'm just exploring possible positions, right? And uh, jumping to no or landing on no conclusions. See where, see where that leads the conversation certainly will lead it a different place energetically than it normally does that's for sure right 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 got it got it good uh, this has been wonderful love you guys i do have a song to leave you with this is mellow trip and the song is amber light hope you have a wonderful fabulous friday until next time journey well love you all also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out.